This is One Heat Minute. Drop of a hat, these guys will rock and roll. What's your name? Wayne Grove. Look like gangbangers working the local 7-Eleven to you. Robbery homicides take me. Give me all you got! Listen, Give me all you got! I do what I do best. I take scores. You do what you do best. Trying to stop guys like me. A podcast dedicated to all 170 minutes of Michael Mann's LA crime opus Heat, one minute at a time. Welcome back to One Heat Minute. I am Blake Howard, and back with me once again, as promised at the at the second minute for the trilogy, the opening trilogy of this 170 film series, this 170 episode podcast series. The man who goaded me into this podcast um, playfully and drunken uh, at the time, Mr. Stuku from Geek of Oz. Hello, sir. It all pays off now. It all does. This third minute, it all <laughs> kicks off where. I, we're off the train, and we're, we're moving down the stairs. We are, we're off we're, to the races. We're ready to go. Ladies and gents, you're about to hear the third minute of heat, and then we're going to come back and discuss it with you. Third minute. It's impressive. What I love about that is that it, we, we see him coming off the train and, as you say, down the escalator. Yep. That shot of him, we get to see that he's obviously in an ambulance driver's outfit. Yep. With some props. Yeah. He's thought those out. Absolutely there's, he's thought those out. There's possibly... One of them looks like... One of his props looks like it could be a lunchbox. Yep. Uh, and, and, and a folder. So if he's propped, if he's stopped, he's just a guy going to work. Yeah. He's a guy that, if you actually looked at him... And he takes the escalator yeah. down. Yeah. And he's not walking down the steps. No rush. Absolutely not. Why, why draw attention to yourself when you've got somewhere to be? Yeah. Because when you're walking to work, you go to work every day. You go to work every day at four o'clock in the morning. You're not in a hurry to get there. No. You're going to take... Every last step you can yes. before you have to go sign yourself up to driving an ambulance for probably a 12-hour shift around LA. Mm-hmm. You're going to take every last little bit of zen moment for yourself. That's why people sleep on the train or why people do all their stuff on the train. It's their time. They don't want to go to work. They don't want to go to work at that hour. So he's gonna, that's why. If he was a guy pushing past people on the escalator, you'd draw attention to yourself. 100%. Oh, I don't remember much, but it was a guy who pushed past me. Oh. And, and even running down the stairs, he's late. Yeah. Like, there's there's no lateness here. There's, he's cool. He's, yeah. he's, he's in control. Now, what I want to draw your attention to is this scene is kind of broken down into three absolutely stunning little mini vignettes as we, as we are here. 
the first vignette is kind of, again, it's just that reinforcement of the patience of the man. This is a man who is not drawing attention to himself. He's not doing anything. There's a beautiful overhead shot. And I think this is where man is really reinforcing the message of this guy's anonymous. You see the back of his head. He could be anyone. That haircut, nothing significant. Just a normal casual dude's haircut. He could be anyone in those overalls going down that escalator. Which I'm surprised isn't our first introduction to the character. Correct. Like I'm surprised we didn't start with that Yep. Follow him down, and then realize and then at it's some De Niro. stages De Niro to play the real dog and pony show with us. Yes, we've he's shown us obviously in the second minute that it's him. Bang! But there there was that option as well, just to go. You don't know who you're following. It yeah, could be could be anyone. Could be anyone. This is what I wanted to talk to you about, Stu. This podcast really probably is not for anyone who has never seen Heat. No, no. I well, <laughs> I. I don't even think it's for the people that have seen Heat because they're never going to get out of the plot. They're like, I am, I am tumbling down the rabbit hole minute by minute and it's, it's I don't want to go out. Where <laughs> we're all in. I reckon I've watched Heat more than a hundred times and about a couple of months ago, uh, I don't know about you, but sometimes you see a pretty bad film at cinema. It might just be a bit, just, ugh, and I, any film, cinema or at home, and you're just like, I need to refresh. Why do I like this? Why do I watch these? Why do I watch, why do I watch movies? Why do I watch they're movies? terrible. Yeah. They're, they're just... Bang. Put on a, hate. It's about people just saying... It's like, I, I always liken it to Royal Tenenbaum when he's <laughs> yeah. like critiquing the kids' plays. Like, eh, it's just a bunch of kids in <laughs> costume saying things. Like, happy birthday. <laughs> uh. But this moment... So funny that it's Elliot Goldenthal's little title scene, music composed by. Minute, two minutes and 33 seconds, we've seen sort of this beautiful lyrical sort of overhead shot that looks down at a, at, at an exit sign on the road. Yep. First, I'm going to, I'm going to take Stu folks and you can come back. I'm going to take you to the beginning of this little vignette of shot. And I think it's important to remind people that this is basically like JFK. Yes. It's a Zapruder film. It's <laughs> we back and to the left on me. We're going back and to the left. Every detail matters. Yes. Nothing is accidental. Like, no. when you're talking man, when you're talking filmmaking, when you're talking, like, high-level craft that we go to films for, yeah. there's no accidents. No. A lot of people have looked at this in the editing bay before someone said, it's good to go. Which infuriates <laughs> me when a shit film gets made. Because you're like, say, who... You greenlit that. Who At some stage, someone said, yes, it doesn't matter. Push it out the door. There should be nothing that goes through to the keepers here. So exactly. you know that Dove Honig was one of the editors on this, who's an amazing yeah. editor, has worked with man many times. And so there's this really kind of jarring overhead shot. And it's you see Neil McCauley step across a direction sign. It's almost like a direction that's pointing. Does he? Which direction is he going to go? It's... He's walking over. He's ignoring a direction that he should be taking based on what the road is telling his body to do right now. Yep. And he's going against it. So general society, normal people, the rules say... The rules say, go. Hook round to the left. He's come from the darkness. <laughs> from the darkness. Where criminals come from. Yep. And he's ignoring the rules. Ignoring the rules. Right from the get. And this wonderful low shot that ah, begins beautiful. with asphalt on his boot and it leads up to... A shot outside of LA hospital, and it's it's a Catholic, it's a Catholic hospital, and it's a, a statue of Mary nursing Jesus, mm. and the shot, and I'm just gonna let it play, about ten seconds mm. of this opening th- third minute, is on this gentle, caring embrace. Mm. 
And Neil McCauley has just walked past it. Yeah, didn't even... Doesn't even doesn't register. Doesn't, doesn't register. Yeah. Does that not look a little bit similar to probably the 169th minute of this film? Yes. Yeah. Where yeah. there's... Yeah. About three months ago, yeah. I will put this movie on as, yep. as I have reflexively done a hundred times before it. And never even... And never yeah. even glanced yeah. at it. Yeah. And this moment, I... Stopped, hit pause, you screamed my wife's name. <laughs> yeah. She didn't care. She gets <laughs> pregnant. It's all over. <laughs> What's wrong? What's wrong? It, I can't do it anymore. I can't watch heat. Uh, you realise I'm pregnant. Look, this isn't about you, okay? It's about this me about and Michael Mann. It's not about our child. It's not about the house. This is important. This is not a drill. <laughs> this is not a drill. I have seen something new. In this film. It's like when I see something new in Star Wars. I'm like... And, and I stop and I'm like... Am I am I playing... Is it early Alzheimer's? Have I really seen it in the past? And I've discarded this? Yeah. Then what am... Who am I... Who was I the person that used to watch it that who discarded was I, that? Who was, I, who was I doing it? And I think in the final sort of 25 seconds of this opening third minute, you're so engrossed by... This is a live... So, you know, for, for folks who have listened to maybe the Michael Mann director's commentary, he talks about this is a live emergency room. There are real people being operated on in here and they were kind of blessed with the permission to go in there and as De Niro walks through, there's a live operating theatre and it's even more, uh, I guess part of that sort of whole engrossing method that man puts his performance through is that it's kind of walking through this part of the hospital. They go through, they do what they've got to do. But this moment, my favorite moment in cinema is the, I told you I was never going back moment yeah. in this film. Yeah. And this such lyrical beauty of this framing of this shot on Elliot Goldenthal's score that has this tender moment between Mary and her just crucified son and the tenderness with which that she's caring for him. It's like that tenderness, that foreshadowing, it's coming. But you know why you didn't notice it before? It's because you're so transfixed on what De Niro's doing. Absolutely. Who is this guy? What's going on? Why is he walking with a purpose? So when he goes across screen, he's taking you with him. He's taking you with him. And you're going... Where's he off to? Where's he going? I'm Where's looking, he going? I'm looking. I'm following him. You're not copping the. You're not copping the angles like he is. You're following the man. Where you're looking at the hand and you're not seeing what the other hand's doing. And you fell for it. I so, fell for it. It's and like I, three card Monty. I, I fell for it a hundred times, and now I can't ever look at this yeah, second. Yeah. These these seconds in this film, I cannot. And ever it's lit gorgeously with the shadows underneath. Yes, and the gold, almost the gold behind. It's it's very nice. Then we get back. This blue uh, hospitals blue. Ugly, blues and grays, and he walks in, and I and I love that. Other than this one sort of door, he's got this mode where he's sort of checking out. He's hearing machinery. He's walking around. He, he again, it looks like he's done this before. Absolutely, looks like he's done this before. There's lots of beeping and very closed in. I love his stance. It's so he he doesn't want to touch anything. And if anyone's ever spent any time. Um, in hospitals or emergency rooms or a busy emergency room, you'll know that it is just a series of people doing their job. Yes. Not a lot of teamwork, but it's just a series of people going, I check from bed, then I go to the next bed, then I go to the next bed, and then I mop the floor. I do. It's all these little individual little worker bees working their butts off. Yes. But it's not like people really care 
Like someone could be dying on a bed next to them, but if your job is to just change the bed, you don't drop everything and run over and go, can I, can I do anything? Because there's another team of experts who are working on that person, nurses, doctors, etc. So for him, no one would approach him because he looks the part. He's, yeah. You wouldn't approach him anyway because the way he looks, he's a kind of like, not intimidating, as we said, he doesn't look intimidating, but he looks like he means business. But he's dressed as an ambulance driver. Why would I suspect... Oh, are you uh, an ambulance driver? Of course you are, because I've, I've got the outfit on. Okay, and, 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 you, and, and, he and you're looking like, with purpose. And he looks like he knows where he's going. Yeah, I'm he, looking around. I'm not... I, it's when people are loitering and going, looking like they're playing with a computer. They go, what, who are you? He's yeah. walking going, he's done this walk a million times. He probably has walked through this as this person before. A million times. Um, no, it's very interesting. I was once at Liverpool Hospital in the emergency room. Yeah. Well, there at um, something bad had happened to a, uh, a bikey. He'd been stabbed. And it was um, touch and go if he was going to die or not. We went down there. We just happened to be standing in the emergency room. And there's all these people working on this bloke. He was in like a recess room working on him. And a couple of the actors were there from All Saints were doing method training. They had a camera with them to off to the side, and yeah. they had a doctor with them. They were dressed as doctors, and they the doctor like they had the doctors working on this bloke, and then doctors off to the side, and they go, no, come in, stand over. And I just thought, what life would be like if you'd been the last thing you remembered was being stabbed by someone, and you open your eyes on a hospital bed, <laughs> and there's Jesus and fucking Parker, then people standing over you from all sides going. What the fuck's going on? Have I have I died? Have I am I on TV? It was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. I was like, and they're there getting like hands-on training. Always makes me think because, like you say, this is a working, fully a operational. Working, fully operational we, and we see blood and guts and people that have been banged up. And again, it's it's that thing of just watching people do their job. Yep. Like watching good people, watching doctors do their job, watching nurses do their There's job. There's no they're fuss. Not, they're not fussing. They're, no, even though it's. Life chaotic. or death. Life, yeah. life or death or chaotic, as you yeah. know. But, no. it's the same, but it's the same pace and rhythm that we see people getting off the train. Yes. There's no one running around. There's no, no one going, oh, I've got to run to work because I work in a hospital. It's, oh, I've got to walk. And it's the same pace he's taking as he walks through. Yeah, absolutely. Very impressive. And he again, the way he does the lines he walks... They're straight, like he's very knows what he's doing. Yeah, he knows it's not, what he's there, getting. There's never a second, like, you, as you see, he's... He's taking the room in and you can see his head sort of on a swivel, keeping an eye out on stuff. And you can see the things that are catching his attention, beeps here, an operation here, a team working on another person here. And it's almost like that reinforcement of that's normal. That's, that's normal. Yeah. That's normal. And there's nothing that's out of place. That's as the Joker says. It's, it, it, everything is according to plan. Yes. Like, we, you, it wouldn't be weird to see cops walking through. No. To see firefighters, to see all no. manner of emergency services. Yeah. Same as an orderly. That's why, like, you yeah. know, walking through. He's just another guy. He's fresh. He looks clean. He's going to work, doing his business. I always think with this, because he has a certain... He's walking through with a purpose and a goal. I suspect that he would be able to achieve his goal without going through the hospital. Correct. I think he does that just because it's part of the discipline and part of the craft. A hundred percent. To do it, he could sneak. Why out. wouldn't he have gone around the building? Is my next in, question. I was about to put to you in the shadow, in the darkness, because he need this gives him credit to walk through. If anyone stops him, he's on his way out. 
lot different to if he emerges from the shadow doing what he's there to do and someone says, hey, who are you? It is BAU for an ambulance driver to walk, business as usual, walk out of an emergency room yep. into a car because into a it's car. like... I'm walking out with my notebook, yep. with my with my report book that would say, you know, I'm my just time, my time sheet, my time sheet. Yep. I'm just I'm signing signed, on. I've signed yep. someone into yep. the emergency. You guys yep. are good, cool. Yep. Wash hands. I'm out. Yeah. But if you come around the other way and you're like, hang on, what's what's well, going on here? You'd never do that. And if someone props him, a nurse from inside isn't going to yell out. You no. Know, I yeah. I but I just think that's part of his craft to go through the hot. You don't. The discipline go is. Don't go around. No. You've got to go through. You've got to do exact... You have to be the guy who's gone to work with his book. Because you're meant to be there. Yeah. It's, this is the thing. Yeah. I also think I also find it weird... This guy, if you didn't know Michael Mann, and you maybe had never seen a trailer for this movie, you might think for a brief second in these three minutes... He's got to work. He's an ambulance driver. Yeah. Like a... Yeah. He's an amber. He is. Just doing, doing about he's his job. He's going to work. And also in the context of this film... We see far more proficient people capable of skills. He could have got this ambulance any other way. He could have got an ambulance easily. 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 They could have taken one by force or any other way. But he goes, I'll go at 10 past four in the morning on the first train. I'll go in, I'll go out before anyone even knows it's gone. Correct. And, and, the, and the other thing is, exactly like you said, there's so many moments, there's so many times, there's so many small decisions that he has to make to go, what is going to be... The, the way that will get me the least notice to continue and maintain my... So later on when you see the character sort of evolve, the discipline is all around how do I endure? How do I not just get caught? And the yeah. way that you get caught is to steal it from out the side and get someone to see it. It is, yeah. But the be... way to just... If you immerse yourself in that role and you're there, they might go, oh, God, an ambulance went missing. Yeah. Where did it oh. go missing from? And it could have been anyone. Could have been anyone. And they go, did you see anyone today? No one that stood out. Again. No one Did you see out. any ambulance drivers? Yes. yes. I saw a guy in his... What did he look like? Don't know. Dark hair. Yeah. Ambulance <laughs> outfit. Timesheet. Well, probably wasn't him. Did you see no, any... it wasn't. See, it wasn't see any guy. kids hanging around or any junkies or anything like that? They may have done, but I just saw... I saw a couple of ambulance drivers. Well, which one? Who yeah. knows? I don't know. I, I had my hands up to, up to <laughs> someone's spleen. <laughs> I was pushing back... I'm not sure it was the large or the small intestine at the time, but and the guy was in a lot of pain. I was putting Michael Clark Duncan back together on a Yeah, no, I, I, I it's very this minute is very telling. Yeah. Especially for those things. The stepping over the wrong way turn or stepping over the arrow. The foreshadowing. The foreshadowing and the discipline to walk through there. And not take the short way. He takes the long way round. There's the the multiple round. turns. Yeah, and, he, and, he, and it's like, there's the standard way. Don't go through any operating theatres. Don't step over someone so they're going to notice you. Just main and thoroughfare. Don't engage. No. Don't talk. Don't, you know, don't make eye contact. And with there's anyone. no, like, acknowledgements. It's just very... He's even moving his head. It's almost like he's, he's just scanning the room. He's not... There's no, hey, hey, hey. Because an ambulance driver wouldn't be. No. He wouldn't know anyone. Because no. they're, they're, just, they're just carting around pieces of... Like, like Taxi Driver. You're just carting around people that have banged up bodies. They're not real people from... If you're in that job. Because he's got some age on him. So he got yeah. that sense he's been doing this for 20 years. Yeah. He's there to do it. Punch his numbers. Go home. Yeah. Mm, very impressive. I want to watch more. A third minute. Third minute. Well, yeah. we'll have to see. Will Stu be back? I'll be. I'm going home to watch the rest of this. (laughs) I only watched this last night. This is hitting obsessive-like levels, and I'm I'm very impressed to see where this goes from now on. I'm I'm intrigued. Stu, thank you so much for being here again. It's been my pleasure. 
Thank you for listening to One Heat Minute. Uh, One Heat Minute is produced by me, Blake Howard. Special thanks to our guest this episode, Stu Coot, who is at Stu underscore watches on Twitter, or you can find him on geekofozoz.com. Special thanks to Paul Davies for creating our music theme and Garth Franklin for website design for our website, oneheatminute.com.